0: You know what's going to be fun for both of us? What? To have Ron set this conversation aside. Yeah. Uh oh. And revisit this when our oldest kids get married. Yeah. On moody radio having a fun discussion the two of us janelle and i discovered mm-hmm. i said fun and you were like
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> fun no yeah and we're, we're trying to figure out what the current tradition is because our experiences were so different as we got married years ago to our spouses and who's responsible to pay for what for sarah and me our parents split the cost and in janelle's tradition and experience her family paid for everything and i'm giving her a hard time because her son is the oldest among our ki- all of our kids, yeah. and the closest to getting married, perhaps at 18. And so in that case, she's she can just wash her hands. No saving needed. <laughs> we're trying to figure out what is the proper way to approach this as a Christian family in 2021. Who pays for what? in a wedding?
2: You know what we're about to do. We're about to get real. We're about to have conversations that Christians have behind closed doors. The ones that make you feel uncomfortable, that's where we're going. Why? Because we're family.
3: My sister-in-law's daughter just got married, and they were having that conversation. Yeah. So doesn't the mother of the groom know her job is to sit there, start up, and wear are
0: So this is the Brian and Janelle podcast.
2: If it was up to him, all the hoopla of wedding would have looked differently, because guys are just like that.
0: She's Janelle. I'm Brian. The disparity in the cost is mm. dramatic. Right. And if you don't want to miss anything, just hit that subscribe button. This is the Brian and Janelle podcast. I was reminding Janelle that her son Isaiah is 18. Yeah. He's going to go to DR for a year. I mean, buckle up. It's wedding time in a year.
2: No, he has, mm-hmm. a, he has a girlfriend and they got a promise. It's good. Yeah.
0: That's it? Here comes a wedding then. <laughs> no, so right, come back and they'll it. get married. Right, right. He'll come back and they'll be like, oh, I missed you so much. Let's get married. <laughs> And we were having this little chat about, off
2: air, yeah, about
0: weddings, and we mm-hmm. we need some help resolving a a friendly dispute. Mm-hmm. Most of ours are friendly, right? We've only had a couple where I've had to apologize. Yeah, most of us, <laughs> yeah,
2: most of ours are friendly. But this one is like, and then we both are going to be in the situation, but we disagree on how we should handle it.
0: Yeah, and- I was like, fix this if I don't tell it well. But essentially, I was like, wow, he could be getting married soon. Your son Isaiah better start saving.
2: And And you're like for what exactly saving for what? I'm not paying for anything. He's not the woman.
0: (laughs) And I was like, excuse me. So you're you're saying that (laughs) in your view, your job as the mother of the groom is to do nothing. Not, Financially, n-
2: Well, that's the way it happened in my wedding and the way I've seen it happen in my community. And so what happened was my parents paid for all of the wedding. Hmm. And of course, the groomsmen covered their tux.
0: Yeah, they buy their own tux yes. or rent their own tux. Yep. Len
2: paid for the rings. He paid for the honeymoon. He
0: paid for his ring?
2: I don't know. Like I know, I didn't pay. I, I didn't pay for the ring.
0: You didn't pay for I don't his think, ring. I, I
2: don't remember paying for his ring.
0: I remember deliberately yeah. having Sarah buy me a ring. By the way, women get off so easy because mm. they're way cheaper buying a wedding band for a yeah. man yeah. than it is buying yes, that is true. an engagement and a wedding band.
2: Now I will say I got married earlier, so like I have a sister who got married a lot later, and she covered. Most of it. But I'm saying when kids, when kids are younger and parents are covering, what I've seen in terms of tradition is the bride's family pays for the wedding. And so that's what I'm getting ready for. I got a whole lot of time because my girls came and, last.
0: Uh, and you're going to be counting a whole lot of money. <laughs> mm. So, like, in your mind, generally speaking, tradition dictates that the groom's family doesn't have to pay for anything.
2: Not the family, No. I mean to get there. That's what I've seen. Is
0: that a, okay? So is that a Dominican phenomenon? Is um, that a Latino maybe, thing?
2: Like in terms of tradition, yeah, that's what I've seen. I don't know. They huh. might crazy because I I'm, actually looked this up online, and I I didn't sound like I was crazy. But go ahead. Uh, I I, mean.
4: I think more recently, at least yeah. tradition has that the groom's family or the groom himself, if he's down his career pathways, covers the. Rehearsal dinner and yeah. all the expenses on that night.
2: I've heard that. And
4: then the day of the wedding, those things fall on the bride's family. But even <laughs> that's changing. Yeah. Because, by the way, the disparity in the
0: cost is mm-hmm. dramatic. Yeah. Right. Very buy dramatic. a dinner for a small group of people versus buy a dress, flowers, a meal, rent a facility, pay honorariums to musicians yeah. and pastors. Apparently, you have to have... A man buy his own wedding ring. Does he put it on himself, too? I mean, too?
2: that's the way. I don't know how it happened. I was still a college student when I got married, so we made it work, but I just don't remember going and buying a ring.
0: And see, for Sarah and me, we bucked tradition in many ways, because we. I agree with Ron, where a lot of the tradition mm-hmm. would dictate who pays for which portions of, of certain parts of it. Yeah. But in this case, for Sarah and me, we figured out a budget on basic, average cost of various parts of a wedding. The two of us spent like a couple of days working on that together. And then we got our families together and we proposed that our parents, because we were young at the time, yeah. split it yeah, because that would be fair because really? there's two people and I didn't want Sarah's parents to go bankrupt
1: yeah.
0: or even have to like mm-hmm. sacrifice dramatically for it. And our parents quickly agreed to it. Now, I think you're right. Like if Sarah and I were to, we've gotten married in our thirties or forties or whatever. I mean, we'd have to pay for, if we have jobs, we'd pay for our own wedding.
2: And when you say fair, my parents didn't look at it as not fair. I think if we go back to a comment you've said a few times in in the past, you didn't really care what the wedding was like. A lot of guys are like, I don't care. Like, right. well, it's whatever she wants. So they looked at it like they were giving me my day. It was my dress. Right. It was the way I wanted it. If it was up to Len, it would have looked totally different. So it made sense to them to say, yeah, we got this.
0: Well, and our view was slightly different in that my mom was the mother of two boys. Yeah. And she was in the face of two boys getting married Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and her not being able to have any part of it. I mean, the mother of the groom is generally worthless when it comes to a wedding. And so Mm -hmm. she felt really kind of left out in the experience. And so her being able to contribute financially enabled her to be a part of it. Like my wife took her to the fitting of the dress. Yeah. My wife took her along to a bunch of different things that generally mothers of the groom don't get to do, especially mothers of boys experience a whole lot of feeling left out.
2: It's interesting you say that because the kind of relationship I have with my mother-in-law is very different. For example, she has been in the room when I've given birth for Mm -hmm. all six of my kids. So she's participated in ways that mother-in-laws usually don't. But even if we did it... Our wedding was different because it was in Rhode Island. They live in Ohio. So the distance mattered. But what I'm saying is if I was to do it over again based on our relationship, inviting her to the dress fitting, inviting her to the invitations, like that has nothing to do with whether or not she's participating and paying for it. You know, I think that has to do with the bride and her attitude in terms of how she wants to invite her mother-in-law and all that. That was just interesting that you said that. Because a lot of mother-in-laws would say, I'll pay for part of it. That doesn't mean you get to participate. Cause, no, I'm saying it depends on the bride. If she doesn't True. feel comfortable, it's her dress, her fitting, her, you know. So I think there's other dynamics there that are not just financial.
4: Of course, if she is so snooty as to not include you, especially when you're offering money, then maybe the mother of the groom needs to speak into his ear and say, are you sure you want this? Hoochie yeah, is your wife. It, She's going to keep me out. She's probably going to shun you out as soon as she gets hitched in half of your money. (laughs) A little cynicism there? (laughs) For real. I I mean, when it comes to, because you got grandparents listening,
0: you got parents listening. Yeah. What would a Christian family do Mm -hmm. in this situation?
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe you'd say, nope, kids pay for themselves. I don't know. Yeah. In my mind, it's like, why wouldn't the brides and grooms family split it?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Janelle thinks it's exclusively the bride's responsibility to pay for everything. And the groom's family gets no say and is along for the ride. <laughs>
2: Why are you laughing? I didn't say they get no say. I didn't say that. The groom's family gets no well, say Well, they're not paying
0: for it. What say would they get?
2: Well, you're you're putting the the money into that. You no, know, but what like say my, say would my they parents get? paid for everything. And my attitude wasn't, wait, hold up. Your family doesn't get to participate. And like, that just wasn't my heart. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, we're taking care of this, but we're both getting married. It wasn't a financial thing in terms of whether or not they get to participate. Well, yeah, but
0: you, you said Len would have done it totally differently. He didn't well, have any yeah, say.
2: Because of what you said, usually guys don't care, you know? Right. So Len's like, okay, cool. You want to hear? Fine. You want it over there? Fine. If it was up to him... All the hoopla of wedding would have looked differently because guys are just like
0: that. Okay, so we'll just back it off a step then. So But
2: I like what you said, as believers though, you know, how should we deal with that in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, what it should look like?
0: Like if you're if you're the mother of the groom, goodness sakes, you'd be like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm just showing up. Yeah. I'm gonna buy me a dress, maybe buy it at the thrift store, and I'm gonna enjoy a good meal.
2: So we're asking you as believers how should we look at this how do you manage the expenses of a wedding Angie in Akron what are your thoughts
5: Um, I do believe that I am the exception to the traditional rule I am the mother of four boys I did not have any girls and I thought I was going to ride the wave (laughs) the traditional way yeah not, not having to do anything maybe pay for the reception but that did not happen for me and I think it is Because I am a Christian and I come, and my heart is a heart of giving, my husband and myself, we paid for the wedding, we paid for the reception, I made all the outfits for the groom and the groomsmen, and because my sister and I own a wedding and event company, we decorated and did the reception ourselves.
1: Oh, wow. I am
5: still tired. It's been three years. I'm still tired (laughs) um, from doing all of that, and I think that's because I have a heart for Christ in a heart of giving and my daughter-in-law was not in the position nor her family to participate financially. I see. So we didn't let that stand in the way of what they wanted.
0: I see. And that makes a ton of sense to me. Mm-hmm. All things being equal, presuming the bride and groom have the av- same average wealth in their families. Should it be split, do you think, or does or it just go with tradition?
5: I think it should be split. A uh, wedding and a reception is a really big taking on and with the 2021 i think it should be split that's just my opinion not everybody is going to agree with that but i really do think it should be split there you go In that way i think so that the, like you were saying that the groom's mother and everyone gets to have an equal participation in it
0: yeah amen okay. welcome to team brian the water's yeah. fine
2: yeah oh yes <laughs> Thank you, Angie, for calling. Glad to hear from a mom of boys, Dana in Westlake. What are your thoughts? Hi,
6: I think that um, there is no tradition anymore because we all come from different cultures, and I grew up in a culture much like yours, where it was the bride's family that planned for that, and it was a very you know special thing, and had somebody offered to pay half it would have been very insulting <laughs> really so, mm. mm-hmm. so because it's an honor you know in a lot of traditions so i just think you have to go with the flow and whatever works for
2: that couple yeah It's what you do. I like what you said, Dana, about going with the flow, because it's something I was telling Brian off air. We have traditions and we have what we grew up with, but then there's relationships. And so depending on your relationship with the bride's family and the way that things work out, you should stay flexible. Do you agree?
6: Oh, absolutely. In fact, it's so funny because my sister actually had the very traditional wedding paid for, you know, by our family. She was the firstborn. We had two boys in between, neither were married, and then when I got married, I'm 18 years later after her. My father had passed away, and, you know, it was just my mom, so I was from a Catholic family. My husband was raised Lutheran, and if we got married in one church or the other, half of the family was going to be insulted, so we actually just had to do something that you know, didn't favor one or the other. And we ended up getting married outside. Well, there you go. And then oh, go. once we were married, we found a church of our own. So
1: wow. Okay. we really
6: had to break tradition. We were in trouble with both sides.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I'm still fascinated by the layer you added of saying that, with your sister at least, it would have been insulting for the groom's family to ask. Yeah. Is that a family tradition for you, or is it a particular cultural perspective?
6: I don't really know. I really am very much later... In life and so i didn't know a lot of my older relatives like my Uh grandparents but they came from poland and you know my dad was you know the man of the family and that's what you did and Uh i yeah they would have been very insulted i think
0: interesting very helpful in such
6: a way even that my sister didn't have much of a choice that's just what you did oh Oh, wow wow.
0: interesting Thank you, Dana. I really appreciate hearing from you, our family member there in Westlake. Man, maybe it's just the cheapskate in me too, Ron, that
4: I've got a couple mm-hmm. of girls. <laughs> I don't want to pay
0: for the whole thing. Yeah. That's well. ridiculous.
4: And another angle that's popped to mind during these conversations is with the abundance of divorce and remarriage in our culture today, how many families are actually, like, if the girl is supposed to pay for it, and her parents are divorced, and they've both remarried, well, suddenly you've got two families splitting the bill, so that might be easier. Mm
1: -hmm. But
4: if they're both divorced and neither one remarried, it could be financially more strapping for them to try to come up with the finances because they each have their own household to run.
0: It's complicated.
2: Betsy and Euclid, who should pay for the wedding, the groom's family or bride's family?
3: I think you pull your resources and you pay for the kind of wedding that you can afford.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But here, I am the mother of three sons. I would always told my children we would give them $1,000 for their wedding, and that's all we can afford. Mm-hmm. But I am the mother of a groom right now. Oh. They're setting up their wedding now. Really, Ooh. Her parents are mm-hmm. paying for at least $12,000 for a reception that we mm-hmm. are supposed to pick up the booze tab. The bride's family Ouch. pays for the wedding. The groomsman pays for the booze and the rehearsal dinner. I again said, I got $1,000. I've got a year to save. I said, if I come up with more, I'll give you what I can, but don't count on me.
1: Wow. And That's hard. I was hard.
3: also informed. As, no, the harsh part was, as the mother of the groom, my job is to sit there, shut up, and wear beige.
0: Yeah, wow. Were you literally told that, or <laughs> it was more insinuated?
3: <laughs> I was... No, I. Um, my sister in law's daughter just got married, and they were having that conversation. goes, so yeah. doesn't the mother of the groom know her job is to sit there, shut up, and wear beige? Aww.
0: Yeah. No. I honestly
3: just looked at me, and she's like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm like, "Oh, I get it. That's my function." <laughs> no, no.
0: My mother struggled with that pretty deeply, as I mentioned earlier, because having two boys, I remember seeing her cry when my brother was preparing for his wedding because she was, it wasn't that anybody was being overtly mean to her necessarily all the time. There were certain times when she was treated kind of harshly, but at the end of the day, it was her also a mourning like she didn't get to be part of it mm. like the mother of a bride yeah. would. Yeah.
3: That's my fear. They've already done some dress shopping. I was not invited and I adore mm. the girl he's marrying and we seem to get along very well. But yeah, it's very strange. I feel like I'm sitting on the outside and I truly am just a guest at the wedding. It's a very strange place to be. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not fun. Yeah, And it yeah. sounds like you want more.
1: Yeah,
3: I would love to participate. But again, and then I feel the pull because I can't help financially. Yeah, yeah. I truly can't say anything. I have nothing yeah. to
0: say. Yeah, um, I get it. And, you know, I probably will be closer to your zone here. Sarah and I have five kids. We've talked about this, that we can't necessarily yeah, even lot. do for our kids what our parents did for us. Just go, hey, come up with a budget and split it. We probably will be able to look at him and say, listen, you've got X number of dollars because that's what we can afford. Mm-hmm. we got four other people that
3: might yeah, get married. I know,
1: that's right. <laughs> we can't go and into bankruptcy. We, did. They told,
3: we have to come up with the rehearsal dinner money. I said, well, for us, it's going to be a pig roast in somebody's backyard. Right. Because right. I'm not going to spend $1,000 on a restaurant bill two days before the wedding.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't blame you. And it'll be just as fun, by the way, in the that's backyard right. with a pig roast. Yeah, more fun. <laughs>
3: I think so, too. And so and to their credit, so do they. <laughs> so oh, we're good. okay with that. Oh,
0: I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. Betsy, how long have you been in the Moody Radio family?
3: Uh, not long. Probably about a year.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you're with Aww, us. This Betsy. is so great. And you called, and I just love that you were willing to talk about some of your struggles here. And it sounds like you're going through it in this particular situation. So we want to cheer you up a bit with a Brian and Janelle, I'm in the Family, fourth edition coffee tumbler, courtesy of Edgewater Investment right. Group.
2: Take it to the wedding. <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> and
0: it's not I beige.
2: Right, right.
3: It's not beige. It's white. It's <laughs> not beige. It's white. Oh, white will, oh, no, white will compete with the bride. I'm not yeah, lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stay
0: on hold, Betsy. We'll get your information and send that off to you as quick That's as we can. That's
2: so sad. And I think a lot of mm. times... There's the explicit, She the mother-in-law doesn't get invited. But I wonder how many times it's like the bride doesn't realize what she's doing. Yeah. I don't know. It's good to hear from mothers of boys so that we can hear that part that we may be unaware of.
0: I totally agree. And even she said, listen, I can't afford to pay more, so I really can't say anything.
2: That mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't like that because... There's relationship. And I don't like that we're putting a price on participation Mm -hmm. in a family event. You know, like you get to participate if you're contributing financially. I think that sounds so messed up.
4: But I don't know that it's necessarily the bride to be who is putting up a wall. It's just the mom acknowledging I can't force my way in because I don't have a reason to say I should be.
2: And my encouragement for that, because in the beginning, Len's mom did that when the kids Mm -hmm. were born. And I had to intentionally let her know, you're invited. Like, if you want to... Be a part of the child's birth. You can be in the room. It's his kid, too. And, of course, like, it's awkward because, but she's Mm -hmm. a woman. She's not seeing anything she hasn't seen before. Right Now his dad couldn't hang out in there. But I'm saying you do have to step out and let the person know if you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable, you can come. And not just assume, well, they'll let me know if they want to come. And it's not just weddings. It's throughout our life, I think, the bride being intentional.
0: It's not always the bride's fault. It's the mother of the bride thinking, finally, I got my moment. Oh, I don't need this other woman bothering me.
2: Oh, the whole time I thought it was the bride. That's a good point. I know. I think often it can be the
0: mother of the bride thinking it's finally her time to throw a big party. And again, it can be overt. I think it can be insinuated. It's like, this is our show. So I don't know who you are, but sit down, shut up and wear beige.
2: And even the Hmm. whole dress thing. I could see that's a mom's moment. The mom of the bride. Of course. So like... Maybe we should talk to them. Be the one to invite the mother. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's that breaks my heart.
0: Yeah, think about all the Bible verses that don't square up with that attitude. Yeah. We're still kind of chewing on the idea as Janelle and I talked off the air about whose responsibility is it to pay for a wedding? Is it the bride's family or the groom's family? And you can see all the layers that's adding to this discussion. Hey, it's Brian. I've got one little request. Now, I'm not good at tap dancing. So I will not tap dance around it. So here it is. We need your money. Okay, that was a little direct, but it's true. We're part of Moody Radio Cleveland, and we're a listener-supported ministry. So people like you who listen to this podcast every week faithfully, and we're grateful for you, you are the ones who keep every episode coming out time and again. And it's not cheap to keep radio stations and podcasts running. So would you prayerfully consider a donation to this ministry? Super easy to do that. Go to moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. Again, moodyradio.org slash Cleveland. And you can follow links there to get your gift in safely and securely right now. Thanks.
2: love this conversation because I love when we're taking into areas that we may be unaware of or people don't talk about, or it's even areas where we don't want to give opinions because it's awkward. Like, how do you call out the bride's mother and say, you know, that's messed up. So we doing that for you. (laughs) It started, though, with the whole who pays for the wedding. I'm thinking I'm clear free because my first for our boys. So I'm like, man, I'm gonna be good.
0: You and Len can actually talk about the vacation you're going on
1: <laughs> for to the real. bride's family. Now you know while what? Taking no. Out a loan. <laughs> no, let's keep
2: it real because we are raising boys that we're making sure are ready to be good providers. So Len's mm. job is all about also making sure do you need support in terms of your first apartment or furniture? There's okay. the honeymoon, there's I mean, there's stuff he is thinking about that she's not. I know I wasn't thinking about my apartment. I was like, it better be ready when I get there.
0: <laughs> wow. So, that kind wow. of thing.
2: But we're very traditional. I'm just saying, you know, I, we're supporting our sons in that, making sure that they got what they need. Well, it's very
0: sweet of you, and it has but nothing to do with the wedding. Tra- I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's Again, it's very sweet, but weddings are super expensive if yes. you go traditional.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert and Lorraine, what are your thoughts? Who pays for the wedding?
7: yeah I guess you guys left off one choice and, and that's the couple
1: yeah yeah um
7: I've been married for thirty three years, and we come both of our parents are from the island puerto Rico mm-hmm. and so when we when we got married, my wife and i we both paid for the wedding, but our cousins are both of our parents did contribute, but majority of it, so I would say that I know you left off one choice, and that's the couple,
0: yeah but i would imagine that that forced you to make some harder decisions about the kind of wedding you're going to have right
7: well my wife and i financially when we got married we were we had the means to pay for it oh okay great so we saved up we dated for 6 years so in those 6 years we saved money for the wedding mm-hmm. but um i have five girls and so <laughs> i start have, saving bro <laughs> jacked up <laughs> I have five, so I did pay for five quinceaneras. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: oh, five quinceaneras. Quinceaneras.
2: Quinceañera, those you can know, be
0: more expensive than a wedding. That's like
2: a yeah. wedding. You should have seen my dress. Is, that's messed up. But you know,
0: the
7: quinceanera, especially among the Mexican culture, is that everyone contributes. They have sponsors. Mm.
0: Oh. They have a sponsor oh, wow. for
7: the cake, a sponsor for the invitation. A sponsor for the music, a sponsor for the food.
0: I like that tradition. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) for
7: real. So they may have like about fifty people helping out, pay
2: for the event. Yeah, we should try to make something of that. We need sponsors for weddings for for
0: kids. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you're a sponsor, and you're a sponsor, and you're (laughs) a sponsor. Oh,
0: I love it. Yeah, I like that. That's that's great. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, I will say
7: that. My investment in my wedding was good. I've been married for 33 years mm-hmm. uh, to my wife, Nellie Davila, beautiful cool. woman.
2: Oh, what's her name again?
0: Nelly, Nellie Davila.
2: Oh, 33 Aww. years. What are you doing?
0: I'm yeah. waiting 30. for the years to, <laughs> tick by, to get to 33. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Thank you, Robert. I appreciate God, that.
2: Rob. That's but, you know, awesome. I, it, but,
0: <sighs> there's so many things to add to what he said, but it's, the, it's a reminder for me of what, one of my best friends. When he got married, his parents didn't have any money. The bride's parents didn't have any money, mm-hmm. so here's what they did: they got married at the church,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then they went into the gymnasium of the church, and there was a DJ, and there was like a oh, deli tray buffet that for everybody, is where tight. there was like chips, and you could make like a little turkey sandwich for yourself, yeah, and sit down at the folding tables. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. And it was a great wedding, sure. And they're still married, mm-hmm. and you can always elope. Right. My father-in-law would, tie right there. as my, as my wife and my mom and my mother-in-law were walking around reception halls and like, you know, chit-chatting and oh, what about this and that? And then I was you know, walking in the back and my father-in-law would come up and whisper, Hey Brian, I'll write you a check. If you just go get married right now, I'll write you a check. And his reputation is one of being a cheapskate. His brothers call him squeaks. Because that's the sound his (laughs) wallet makes when it opens. (laughs) And he was still willing to write a check because he knew it would be way cheaper to write a check.
2: For real. Will and Elyria, what are your thoughts?
0: Well, my wife has such terrible performance anxiety,
7: she could not stand the thought of 10,000 eyeballs burning into her blades in front of a big wedding. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. And she had watched her father just sort of bankrupt himself. And her older two siblings married off and run through college. So she put herself through Rad tech school. She uh, overhauled her old prom dress to get married in. We were married at a bed and breakfast, just the two of us. Oh. And a quarter of a century later, we're still married and just as happy as if we had good sense.
0: So, right. so no regrets from you or None her whatsoever. and the size and type of wedding. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? Because sure. for Sarah and me, we had a huge wedding. There were hundreds of guests. Mm-hmm. It was very traditional. And uh-huh. if, if we had any regrets, it would be, wow, that was so big. Why did we do that? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It didn't need to be that big. I know. Yeah. That's right.
0: Honestly. Yeah. Will, great story. Yeah, well, Appreciate it. And uh, congratulations on, you said 25 years with your bride? Yes, sir. the end of October.
4: Yeah. Congratulations, right. my Good friend. for you.
2: Who pays for the wedding, the bride's family or groom's family? Nate in Streetsboro. What are your thoughts?
8: I have a unique perspective as far as the bride and groom goes. So my wife's parents were divorced; they did not have the money. She was kind of estranged from her dad. Mm. Uh, My parents had uh, uh, just—he had just lost my dad had lost his job, had been out for a couple of years, and so they did not have the money. So we paid for the whole thing. Um, We had it at the church. We had an outdoor reception at the church. My parents were good friends with somebody who owned a tent rental company so we rented a tent we had a very good caterer from the church who had basically an outdoor barbecue we did a family reunion style you know, go. with uh, burgers and hot dogs and stuff outside
0: and any regrets so, yeah, Nate?
8: It a, it's a good time not at all it's coming up on nine years at the end of the month so
1: yeah
0: congratulations so yeah and you know again i'm reminded of i'm sure there's plenty of couples who regret the tens of thousands of dollars in debt they are from a wedding Meanwhile, you had a great hamburger and you have a lovely bride. Mm
8: -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. The, The one issue we ran into is that both sides want to invite people, you know, family and other things like that. We sat down with our guest list. We invited over 500 people. And over 300 showed up. So wow. we set a theme to our wedding. It was people who had impacted us previously, currently, and, and who we saw were going to be impactful to our, our lives in the future. So, Aww, um, nice. and so when your wife's mom wants to invite like a coworker that neither of us have met, well, it makes it easy to go against that theme and say, well, sorry, mm-hmm. we can't invite that person. So yeah. uh, we had some tough conversations there. But besides that, it went pretty well. You you know what, Nate? I guess that's the
0: only advantage I had over you was that when great aunt Sissy from Montana, who I've never even Mm -hmm. heard of, wants to be invited, I just go, hey, dad, you're paying for it. Go ahead. Invite whoever you want.
1: (laughs) So that's the only advantage (laughs) I had.
0: God bless you, Nate. Love hearing from you, my friend.
2: That's the other argument to parents paying for it. I mean, a whole Mm -hmm. lot of people that would sit at my wedding were like my parents' friends. Right. You know, so part of that celebration is about the parent, well, especially when you have young couples. That's, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And if my kids are listening, thanks to Nate, I just got five acres.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: got a back pasture. Mm-hmm. We got a front yard. Mm-hmm. Welcome home to the wedding.
2: That's there right. That's
0: my contribution. The property.
2: That's right. Patricia in Youngstown, what are your thoughts? well very unusual i haven't heard all of the program this
9: morning but my son and daughter-in-law will be married uh, i believe nine years this december i was included on absolutely everything You
1: were.
9: i'm in youngstown the bride is in columbus and when she got her dress she went with her mother and her two sisters and her mother but she sent me pictures wanted my opinion if she should add sleeves or whatever. And I said, well, what does your family think? They think I should not. And I said, well, then do not do that. Wow. She sent me pictures of her shoes, her hair ornament, oh. her clothes. It was just wonderful. I felt so included. And when they announced their engagement to us, I said, well, we would like to pay for any flowers, and of course, rehearsal dinner. And, oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. And when we did the flowers, we went to a facility in Columbus where you could make your own bouquets. And I thought, you know what? That is so sweet. She didn't go to a florist and order all these wonderful things. Her bouquets were beautiful. We had instruction on how to make them. We had our colors. Hmm. And it was a wonderful bonding time. The Hmm. bridesmaids, her sisters, her mother and I. We really just had a wonderful, wonderful time. And the rehearsal dinner was just beautiful. We did have it at a restaurant in downtown Columbus. Some of her close friends, some of our close friends. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful occasion. It really was. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. And it sounds to me like it's a nice footnote for the mother of the bride and for brides out there. Mm -hmm. That it means a lot to the mother of the groom when they're included. It sounds
9: like it meant a lot to you. It really, really did. It really did. And I mean, they're just wonderful people. They really are wonderful people. So and are I you. thought, who? And I've heard mothers say, I didn't know anything until I got to the wedding. I didn't know what anything was. And I thought, wow, I feel bad for them. If I could sneak in one really quick story on how I got married, we will be married 54 years uh, next month.
4: Congratulations. And wow.
9: We kind of eloped, but we had our guests sitting in the living room. Oh, I like that! <laughs> hey.
4: It's a cheap wedding, right no, we, there. No, I'll tell you
9: we, that. We left our guest sitting in the living room.
0: Oh, we left left <laughs> you just—it's <laughs> <stopped laughs> it. <laughs> a good reminder. I I can't think of a way for someone to defend, biblically speaking, completely excluding the mother of a groom. I
2: can't think of it, mm. or even
0: mostly excluding or excluding at all, quite frankly.
2: And it's such a practical way of loving your future husband. I mean, that's his Mm -hmm. mom. (laughs) Who pays for the wedding, bride or groom's family? conversation about weddings and where should we lie now? I know that tradition says that the bride's family pays for most of the wedding. That's what my parents did. Some people saying, no, we should split it. That's what Brian's family did. What would be fair as believers if you're a Christian family? But I like the different angles we've taken in terms of the participation that a mother-in-law should have and the one that she usually does have that's pretty uh, heartbreaking. Marla in Uniontown, what are your thoughts?
10: I was just going to say I agree with the one person who said, you know, looking at having the couple pay for a wedding. My husband and I, we paid for our wedding, and at the time we weren't going to a church, so we did have the Justice of the Peace marry us, and then we decided we wanted to have a gathering of our families. So what we did is we sent everybody an invitation with a ribbon in it. And I designed quilt squares that went along with the design in our wedding band. That's nice. And our wedding band has an eternity symbol for forever, and then four symbols for the winter, spring, summer, fall, and then two hearts entwined with two little diamonds. And the two little diamonds are my husband's children from a first marriage. Anyway, so I designed squares for that, and everybody got a ribbon. And they just were told, show up and bring this ribbon. And in our ceremony, in our backyard, and I cooked the food and, you know, had somebody, uh, one of my friends videotape and things. But we had each family member come up and help tie these squares together. And then at the end, we had a long piece of uh, ribbon at the back. And we had the patriarchs of our family, my husband's father and my father, they tied the last two ribbons together. And then that's now a piece that we hang in our home. But um, that was just, it was a real simple lunch and we didn't spend a lot of money and we just had family and we just wanted to make it simple. And so many people came up and said, oh my gosh, I don't even feel like I'm married now. Your, your ceremony was so beautiful and touching. Um,
0: yeah. And, so, and, and it, it truly shows that finances don't create mm-hmm. that type of feeling. It truly is. No, it just doesn't. What you put and I'll tell it. you
10: what, God brought us together. God brought us back to Him, and we are going to be. We've been married 20 years now, mm. and we've decided on our 25th, God willing, we are going to have our wedding vows renewed with our pastor oh. um, because we are now born again Christians. And I'll tell you, no matter what you get married, where you get married, what you pay for, if you have God as the third person in your cord, your mm-hmm. life will be wonderful.
0: Preach, Mm. sister. Wow. Thank you, Marla. You're welcome. I love your story and your thoughts on that. It's really helpful. And on a lighter note, it inspired me with like, wow, we could take this one step further. For my kids' weddings? Yeah. Potluck.
2: Oh. (laughs) Whoa. That's that's crazy.
0: You get to come and watch my kids get married. You better bring something. Bring something
4: to share. That's right. And it better be good. You can't (laughs) buy potato chips at the store. You better make it. Wow, Brian. By the time they get married, you're going to get to know a lot of your Amish neighbors. Mm-hmm. So, invite them because they are bringing the good, <laughs> they got some they good food. Come. Oh man.
2: Mm-hmm. Lisa says it's complicated, but there really must be ways for the mother of the groom to reach out to the bride to share her heart behind the scenes. The wedding comes and goes, but the marriage is the part you want to invest mm-hmm. in. Isaac says the couple getting married should pay for their own wedding. If the families are able and want to help, then they should. But if the bride and groom are expecting help, then honestly, are they prepared for the cost of running your own household? Mm. Just my take on it.
0: Yeah, and I mean that draws again to simplicity and frugality being virtues perhaps for a Christian wedding. But (laughs) there's a lot of side notes in this, but I think that the most poignant one is having to do with the mother of the groom.
2: Yes. That's
0: and um, I've even wondered how many people, you know, how many women say they have problems with their mother-in-law. I
2: I, wonder if it
0: started Mm -hmm. with you totally ignoring her. Mm. For what? What what are you groaning for?
2: Oh, okay. Listen, I've been very vocal and very supportive of mother-in-laws all morning, but I'm gonna keep it real. And a whole lot of problems with mother-in-laws can and do start during dating because we know, and I'm a mother of boys and Mm -hmm. I'm already trying to get my heart and mind ready for it. It's a struggle letting go and seeing another woman take what you feel is your place. And so there's a lot of friction and a lot of tension and a lot of problems and drama that come before the wedding. And so by the time the wedding comes, many women do feel like, why would I have you in this special moment with my mom, like equal to my mom? You know, so I want to be sympathetic to brides that are in that situation. A lot of times it's not that easy.
0: So we should get even then, right? Make them no, sit down, shut up, and wear a it's beige?
2: understandable. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, in-law relationships are complicated.
0: And they are, and you make an excellent point. However, I would say that we can't discount yeah. the pain caused by dismissing the mother of the groom Yes,
2: I can, in yeah.
0: planning of a wedding.
2: Yeah, That's And true. I think
0: that can start a pattern of pain in a relationship.
2: I agree. And what I want to say is I had the brides kind of own up and the bride's mom, remember we mentioned her. I think even as a future groom's mom, that we have to own up our attitudes, the way we contribute to drama in relationships. We got to own up to like, do I I want to be the kind of mother-in-law that you would want to invite to your dress fitting. Like, how can I treat you? So that, that happens.
0: You know it's gonna be fun for both of us? What? To have Ron set this conversation aside. Yeah. Uh oh. And revisit this when our oldest kids get married. Yeah. That's, or whoever the that's kids good. are the first that get married, not to be the oldest, but right. Yeah. And maybe we'll both change our position on this. Mm-hmm. Who knows? No? <laughs> you won't say change you won't even how? bring change the possibility how? that you that would one. change your position. I might change my position in the future <laughs> revisiting this conversation.
2: We'll see. Hey, hold up. Where are you going? You know you like this time with us. You want more. So go ahead, look down, hit that button right there, and subscribe, and you'll get updated episodes. And then you can hang some more.
0: And guess what? You can help us out. How? A five star rating. Hello.
2: You can also hang with us live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Download the Moody Radio mobile app and you're able to connect with us. Or
0: just go to brianandjanelle.org.
2: And we didn't put this together all by ourselves. There's some great people behind this production. We want to thank Ron Eastwood, Kelly Ryder, Paul Carter, Mike Reynolds, Alan Perry, and our awesome and fearless leader, Josue Villa.
0: And finally, this podcast is a production
1: of Moody Radio in Cleveland, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.